Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Bartow Sports Zone. It's time to get you in the zone with our local coach interviews, local sports news information, and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone team, Alan Sanders, Mike Garcia, Jackson Hyde, already here this morning. We expect to hear from Brad Stevens and Nick Sullivan a little later on. We welcome you to Bartow Sports Zone as well. On today's show, we visit with our show's resident basketball analyst across the state of Georgia, Kyle Sandy. And then the BSZ team will dive into the local winter sports scene, put a bow on the 2021 college football season, and maybe even take a look at the opening of this weekend's NFL playoffs. We'll also have a very special guest to open the 8 o'clock hour, so we hope you'll stick around with us for the next couple of hours. We're so glad you joined us, and we remind you that we're brought to you in part by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Derek Strange, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, First Class Collision Center, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Wilson Pools, and Three-Way Campers. So, Good morning again to everyone. Good morning to Jackson, Alan, and Mike as well. And it's time to get everything started with our first guest of the morning, basketball analyst Kyle Sandy. Good morning, Kyle. Charles, thank you for having me. It feels like it's been a while, but we are right in the thick of things with the high school basketball season. So I appreciate you bringing me back for another year to talk high school hoops in the GHSA. Yeah, we normally do this in the preseason, and we had – a little bit of a, a different schedule this year with the holidays falling or the Christmas Eve and New Year's Eve falling on uh, Friday. So we didn't have shows during that stretch. So we we usually bring you in right around the end of December, but this time it's maybe even a little better timing because now we get to do kind of a mid-season report with Kyle Sandy. Looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. A lot of good basketball has already been played. And like you said, in the middle of the season, we kind of have a little bit better of an idea of what's really going on across the state. Yeah. So um, for our listeners not familiar with your work, Kyle, share with our audience how they can follow you on social media and more about the features they can find on sandyspill.com. Yes, sir. On Twitter, at KyleSandy355 and at SandySpiel. That's where you're going to find a lot of my information, late-breaking information. Um, That's uh, the first spot where everything will come through, whether it's going to be retweets of scores across the state of Georgia and stats, uh, at KyleSandy355. And then, of course, at um, SandySpiel.com, and that's S-A-N-D-Y-S. S-P-I-E-L dot com. And then on Instagram, Sandy Spiel on Instagram. And that's just, you know, tracking everything across the state of Georgia, coaching changes, transfers, um, stats, scores, you know, pick the all-state teams. I set the uh, top 10 state rankings across Georgia. So a lot of information going on to SandySpiel.com. Yeah, always a lot of fun to follow Kyle on social media and keep up with the high school basketball scene all across the state of Georgia. So let's Let's jump into some analysis, Kyle, starting with uh, just a handful of the very best players across the state. Uh, let's maybe pick the best five or six girls players in the state. What makes them special and what kinds of offers maybe they have out there moving forward? 
lot of great basketball all over the place. But when you think about girls basketball in Georgia, you think about maybe these four players to start with Sydney Bowles from Woodward Academy. Um, she's going to Georgia. She committed to play there. She's a senior that has averaged over 20 points per game her entire career. Just a big guard that scores all over the floor. Kara Dunn at Mount Perrin going to Georgia Tech, a really talented player in her own right. Um, I think she just surpassed maybe 2,000 points in her career. Really tough guard that has really taken that team to a new level. Diana Collins at Brookwood. She is only a junior, but she just recently committed to Georgia, and she's another type of player that really makes everybody around her so much better. And then lastly, Flauge Johnson, super popular, was on America's Got Talent, a rapper, you know, just a celebrity in her own right. But she can play basketball, too. She is heading to LSU, another big guard. Uh, scored 40 points in a win over Kell earlier this season. Very talented player that puts the ball in the basket. Kyle, I want to jump in here real quick and and just make the, the notation there that three of those top four players in the state staying in state, that's good news for basketball around these parts. Yeah, you don't you don't hear that too much on the boys' side all the time, but on the girls, yes, Georgia Tech is building something special, and Georgia has been a formidable team in the SEC for a while now, and they're doing a great job of protecting their backyard and keeping this town in the state of Georgia. We're gonna we're gonna do the same thing with the boys' side of, and let you talk about some of the best players in the state of Georgia. Uh, but right now, we're up on our first break of the morning, so. We're going to take a time out here on Bartow Sports Zone, and when we come back, we'll visit more with Kyle Sandy, and he'll talk more about not only the best boys players in the state, but we'll start talking about some of the best teams across the state of Georgia in each of our classifications. Stick around. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service, construction repair. We make swimming easy. So WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. If you're like most people, your home or business structure is your biggest investment, and your roof is its first defense. When storms are just the natural wear and tear of time create issues for your roof or gutters, call on the licensed and insured pros at All Star Roofing. With free same-day inspections and estimates, contact All Star Roofing at 678-245-9658 or call 770-655-0911 or find us online at allstarroofs.com. St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station is right next door to the Family Fun Center on Alatoona Road. Our award-winning pizza, wings, and all the great food and beverage options are now available at the new bowling center as well. With kids' meals and a full-service bar, St. Angelo's is a great way to enjoy family, friends, or your favorite sports on our huge TVs. Watch for our Pizza of the Month specials on Facebook. That's St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Open Tuesday through Sunday online at St. Angelo's. Angelos.com. 
First Class Collision Center knows when damage occurs to your car or truck, the repair work has to be perfect. Your insurance company may recommend a repair shop, but let First Class give you a no-obligation quote just to make sure your best interests are at the core of the repairs. Specializing in vehicle service, mechanical repairs, body work, and big trucks too, First Class uses all factory equipment for your specific make and model. First Class Collision Center of Cartersville, online at First Class Collision G. Hey, welcome back to Bartow Sports on Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde, Mike Garcia, and Alan Sanders. Those two guys are back in studio. Jackson and I are on the Zoom connection right now with Kyle Sandy, our statewide high school basketball analyst. And when we left you last, uh, we were talking about the top girls players in the state, Kyle. Take us through some of the best boys players across the state of Georgia. Caleb Banks over at Fayette County, he's one of the top guys for sure. He he signed to play at Indiana, a six foot eight wing that led Fayette County to the <clears throat> Class 4A state title game a year ago. He's a very tough cover that averages over 20 points and close to 10 rebounds per game. Um, Malik Ewing at Berkmar. A really talented kid that if he really wants to be, he can be an NBA player just with his his skill set, how he can handle the ball, how he can stretch the floor. Um, you know, six ten at Berkmar, very talented player. Uh, going to Ole Miss. Then we have Aiden Hadaway, who I just saw earlier this week on Tuesday when they played LFO, had forty three points and eighteen rebounds, to go with five blocks. We're talking about a six foot eight lefty forward that plays inside and out. Um, going to Ohio, which is a steal at that that mid-major level, but he is, uh, you know, as good as it gets, might be the best forward in the state of Georgia, but since he's up there in the northwest Georgia, sometimes you don't hear about him too much. And, and then a 2023 Canaan Carlisle, five-star prospect, just committed to Stanford um, just weeks ago. Uh, Stefan Castle going to Auburn. Um, or actually UConn, uh, a 6'6 junior guard as well, uh, is a really tough player. So a lot of good guards in that 2023 class, and then those aforementioned 2022 seniors, really, really talented, can carry teams to state titles. Lots of talent in the state of Georgia, and uh, I even want to get to this a little later on as we go through this, Kyle. A lot of that talent leaving the state of Georgia. Yeah, that is uh that's that's been the uh the knock on these Georgia programs for a while. We don't, you know, Georgia obviously is uh they're living on borrowed time over there as far as that coaching staff goes and it's a shame because I did have Anthony Edwards who was a Georgia kid and was the number one pick in the NBA draft and they did nothing with him. And uh yeah, it's 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 been tough but you know, everyone comes into Georgia's backyard and poaches these kids. Auburn has made a living off Georgia town. You yes, look they at have. Katie Johnson, Jabari Smith, Sharif Cooper, Isaac Okor, all those guys are kids from Georgia. And it's just difficult for these, you know, teams, these schools uh, to protect their backyard when everybody knows Georgia is a hotbed and everybody is in the Peach State recruiting these kids to take them away and to bring them to their own state. We're visiting with Kyle Sandy, our statewide high school basketball analyst here on Bartow Sports Zone, and he, he's on sandyspill.com. Kyle, let's uh, now turn our attention to the top teams in the state. I'd like uh, for you to, and we may get cut off at the bottom of the hour. We, we've got to do a hard break at 7.30 for our news break, but uh, take your time and let's go through, first on the girls' side, and go through your short list of who you believe are the top state title contenders for each classification. 
Yes, sir. I'll try to not ramble on too much, but uh, 7A, obviously, we'll start there. It's a wide-open classification this year. A lot of a lot of teams are nip and tuck, but at the top of that list, North Forsyth has been extremely good this year. A senior-laden group with a couple D2 girls, uh, really good team um, that has seen a lot of competition throughout the years. So North Forsyth's tough. Grayson on paper might have the most talent, but Coach Tim Slater over there and a really good sophomore and freshman class. And then Brooklyn with Diana Collins, who we mentioned earlier, going to Georgia, um, really makes everybody on that team better. In Class 6A, River Ridge has been impressive. Every time I see them play, I leave um, very impressed. Matea Gales, a 2023 electric point guard. And then the freshman, Sophia Pearl. Um, I think she just had like eight threes or something like that in the game. Um, just recently, the freshman can really shoot the ball, and she's getting some D1 looks already. Buford's always tough. Lovejoy has a lot of athletes and length and some talented guards. Kale, all juniors, they've been close the past two years, haven't been able to get over the hump. And then Carrollton is a team that has just took their first loss at Dalton, but Carrollton has not been at full strength this season. And they have everybody. They're going to be very, very tough. On um, 5A, it looks like Woodward Academy is a team to beat, although they did lose to Maynard Jackson earlier in the season. And then you do have Forest Park still looming, again, with some quality guards, some big guards, and some size inside. 4A, 4A has been really interesting this season. Luella has been the top team all year long, but remember, Luella lost to Cedar Shoals, a four seed last year in the first round of the state playoffs. So, um the Lions have not been able to necessarily get the job done when it matters most come state tournament time. So they have that kind of hanging over their head, but that's a really good team. But Jefferson's tough. They have some talented guards. Natalia Bolden's back after tearing her ACL and then losing, you know, another season with a ruptured Achilles. So after sitting out her sophomore and junior season, she's finally back her senior season. Already has a, you know, a seminal moment hitting a three at the buzzer to upset Buford earlier in the year. So Jefferson's tough. Carver, Columbus, defending state champs. They always have size inside, athletic, and they can shoot the ball. And then Baldwin, a really young team, but they have size with six foot three. Janae Walker, coach's daughter, a freshman. Um, Ruff, Madison Ruff, a great sophomore point guard, very athletic, gets to the lane. And they have some, you know, some other nice pieces. Tamia Smith, a senior guard that averages over 15 points per game. So they have some firepower, Baldwin. And they lost to Luella by one point earlier in the season, and they played Carver very close as well. So that top four has really separated themselves in Class 4A. Class 3A, Lumpkin County is a team to beat. They have the best resume. They beat the best teams. But GAC with Kaylee Addy going to Xavier, uh, a girl that's been in the state championship two years in a row. They won as a sophomore, lost last year as a junior. Now she's a senior. She has firepower with J.C. Bolden alongside with her. But those two teams are familiar. They were in the same region a couple years back in Lumpkin County. They did beat them pretty handily twice, so keep an eye on that. And then Cross Creek, the defending state champs, they're still good. They're still good. Uh, Michaela Bogans, a sophomore guard, has really just taken over this year and has risen her stock as potentially being a D1 player, has kept them playing at a state title level. And then lastly, 2A and 1A. And 2A, Elbert County is definitely the team to beat. They already beat last year's state champion, Josie, who knocked them out in the state tournament a season ago. Elbert, no size really, but all those sharp junior guards, Anaya Allen, Naya Moon can knock down those threes. Coach Jones does a great job there. But again, don't forget about Josie, long guards, athletic. 
They play very good defense, sometimes can struggle to score in the half court, but that's a good team. Then you can't sleep on Fanning County, who maybe should have won the state title last year before going about eight minutes without scoring a bucket. And then Washington County and Middle Georgia with Ashley Gray going to be going to um, Alabama State, a really good player as well. And an A private, Holy Innocence has the best resume in the state of Georgia, very tough. Uh, but St. Francis, Mount Perrin, Hebron, Galloway, Wesleyan, all a lot of talent on those rosters. And then lastly, an A public. Now that one is completely wide open. I'm throwing darts at a dartboard in the dark right now. I don't know what's <laughs> going to stick. Uh, Mount Zion, Carrollton, pretty good team. Jordan Kirbo, solid. Uh, Montgomery County, I might trust them the most down south with the Bell Sisters, both putting up a lot of points per game. But Screven County's tough. Lake Oconee Academy might rise to the surface. So really don't know what to expect in 1A public right now, but I know it's going to be very interesting come February, come state tournament time. That's a lot of information, Kyle, and we certainly appreciate that look at the girls' teams across the state who you expect to be top contenders for state championship titles. And I'm looking forward to hearing your uh, take on the boys' side in just a few minutes. But uh, right now... Take a deep breath and uh, maybe take a sip or two of your coffee. We're going to head into our news break this morning, and then we'll come back and visit more with Kyle Sandy of sandyspill.com. He'll tell us about the top boys' teams, and then we'll even dive into a more local look after this news break. So stick around. You are listening to Bartow Sports Zone. Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment, but did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experience, tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply with Husqvarna mowers, High Sun ATVs, Premier Buildings, and Superior Trailers. We have it all at Nine Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Hi, this is Ivy Jordan. My husband Trey and I invite you to visit us at Latitude Blue under the Church Street Bridge in Cartersville. We are a unique custom designed pool builder offering Pebble Tech and Imagine Pools. Latitude Blue has a service department that can service and maintain your swimming pool and spa. We also have a full service retail store stocked with products to increase your outdoor fun. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Latitude Blue, bringing families together one backyard at a time. You already know at Johnny's Pizza we offer $1 cheese slices on Monday, and Tuesdays we host Team Trivia at 7.30. But I also wanted to take a moment to let you know about our extensive lunch menu that we offer Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. We offer nine different lunch options, each with a free drink. They're made fresh to order, and we'll make sure that we get you out of here in plenty of time to get back to your day. Stop by Johnny's Pizza for lunch, 244 North Dixie Avenue. Styles Auto Care has earned your trust in Cartersville and Bartow County since 1965, and they promise to respect your vehicle as if it was their own. The collision specialists at Styles will make repairs with speed and efficiency, always with your safety in mind. Styles works with all insurance companies, their work is guaranteed, and they'll communicate with you every step of the way during your repair. Styles Auto Care, 1261 West Avenue, where they can do everything for your vehicle except sell it.
Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde, Mike Garcia, and Alan Sanders. We're visiting this morning with Kyle Sandy, our statewide high school basketball analyst. He ran through his state contenders on the girls' side uh, before that last news break. And now we want to bring Kyle back in here and let him talk about the state title contenders on the boys' side, Kyle. Yeah, we'll start at the very top, 7A, which going into the preseason, Milton, 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 the defending state champs, that's who everyone was talking about. And then some very bad stuff happened there. Um, so they're currently in that maybe that number four, number five range. But Milton's still very good. I wouldn't rule them out just yet in 7A. But Newton, Newton County Rams, that's the team that I've had number one um, since Milton's fall from grace. But Newton good with that junior class uh stefan castle six six guard committed to play at uconn you also have jakai newton uh, a point guard going to indiana already just you know another junior and then the third junior of that monster is a uh, marquavius brown another big time athlete on the perimeter going to georgia so you got three high major juniors in the backcourt and they got Daniel pounds inside a big athletic six foot eight. Um, they have all the pieces to do some special stuff. So Newton's been very impressive this year. Pebble Brook keeps winning their games. Um, you know, always anchored by some talented high scoring guards. Kamai young has been really good this year. And then Burkmar who lost in the state title game last year, Malik Ewing going to Ole Miss inside really tough. Jamari Hill, uh, explosive shooting guard, and then Jamil Rideout's a very good point guard, um, two-way player, offensive and defensive threat. And 6A, Buford, Wheeler, Shiloh, Osborne. Uh, Wheeler just won a close one against Kell by four points last night. Um, they're currently sitting at number one. Buford right behind them. Uh, Wheeler beat Buford by maybe four or five points earlier in the season, um, so that can go down to the wire, but Keep an eye out on Shiloh and Osborne. Both those teams are undefeated right now. Osborne has a lot of athletes. They really get after you. They press. Um, I saw them a lot at my fall league, and they have not disappointed throughout the season. They're very good at scoring the ball and turning defense into offense. But Shiloh, that's a team over there in Region 8, which is super competitive. They're undefeated. They just keep finding ways to win close games. Uh, really tough-nosed defensive team. So those four teams of top class 6A, very, very interesting to see who comes out of them. Um, 5A, Eagles Landing, the defending state champs. I think that's the best team in the state when it comes to transition between A.J. Barnes and David Thomas, who's a fantastic 2023 guard. Uh, Tri-Cities, who they beat last year in the title game, is back. Simeon Cottle just said, I think it was a school record, he had over 50 points or so. So he's really scoring the ball. Kennesaw State signee right there. St. Pius always tough. And then Jonesboro. Don't have everybody due to uh, transfer rules, but Jonesboro has a lot of talent, and they're really starting to come together. Bore is wide open again, but McDonough definitely has the best resume right now. They beat Baldwin, who beat them in the final four and won the state title last year. Uh, but McDonough's a really tough team with size and a lot of very good guards. Davion De- De- Thomas, Ineligible last year, eligible this year. Fantastic junior guard has really turned this team around and made them, you know, right where they were last year, but even better. Um, 3A Sandy Creek when Windsor Force. I think it's going to come down to those two teams, but Sumter County has done a really nice job picking up some big wins in the Metro Atlanta area. And then Cross Creek, 
can't spun him. Antoine Lark is still there, who had a great you know postseason last year, shutting down Jabari Smith in the state championship game. So Cross Creek remains dangerous. Two way. It's going to come down between Pace Academy and Columbia. Columbia actually beat Pace, the two-time defending state champion, by two points earlier in the season. Um, but Pace with Josh Reed, 6'7", going to Cincinnati, and a 6'8", freshman named Bryson Tiller. Um, they're long. They're very big, very tough to stop. But a dark horse, if you want one in Class 2A, Westside Augusta, only one loss this season. They've picked up a lot of really nice wins. That could be the team that kind of ruffles some feathers and makes some things happen come state tournament time. And then in Class 1A, uh, Green Force and everybody else. Green Force, they've struggled a lot in the state tournament as far as living up to the hype and doing what they're supposed to do, but they've been beating all these 7A schools, and they've been taking care of business this year. But if they're unable to take care of business, maybe a team like Galloway with Anthony Arrington, really good defensive team that can shoot the three. Kingsridge Christian predicated on three-point shots. And then North Cup Christian has a lot of lot of pieces. And lastly, 1A private, or 1A public. Drew Charter, really, really good. Social Circle, really, really good. And then Dublin just has that rural football area, big, strong kids that can play basketball as well. So just going to come down to who gets home court advantage in the Class A public state tournament. That's a quick rundown of all the top contenders in the boys' basketball across the state of Georgia. Uh, we're visiting with Kyle Sandy of sandyspill.com. When we come back, we're going to talk uh, a little more locally about some high school basketball and break it down with Kyle. Stick around. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goal. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Welcome back, everyone, to Bartow's Sports Zone. We're having a good time talking high school basketball today across the state of Georgia. We're visiting with Kyle Sandy of sandyspill.com. Kyle is our statewide high school basketball analyst, not just for Bartow's Sports Zone, but for you as well. Kyle, before we jump into the local scene, tell us one more time how everybody out there can follow you both on social media and a little about sandyspill.com. Yes, sir. Twitter at Kyle Sandy three fifty five and at Sandy Spiel, um, and of course SandySpiel.com. That's S A N D Y S S P I E L dot com. That's where all, you're going to find all your updates throughout the GHSA season. Um, just a lot of fun information on the website as far as breaking down the state rankings, this and that. Uh, everything will be aggregated there on sandyspill.com, but comes out first on Kyle Sandy 355 on Twitter. That's where you'll find all the, the, the latest breaking news. A very good follow if you're interested in any way, shape, or form in high school basketball. A lot of coaches across the state uh, run their scores and stats through uh, his Twitter feed. So uh, a great source of information for you if you'd like to keep up with high school basketball. Let's uh, turn to the local level now, Kyle. 
and talk a little bit about the girls' side. Uh, the Adairsville girls off to a quick start. Uh, they've now fallen on some tougher times, uh, finding out how hard it is to work through the grind of a 16-game region schedule. In Region 7-5A, we've got the local teams of Woodland Cartersville and your eighth-ranked Cass Lady Colonels. Uh, Cass finding some challenges uh, coming up in the region from Calhoun and Blessed Trinity possibly. But at, at 15-1, and one, their only loss coming in their second game of the year to Hebron Christian, uh, I guess the question I would have for you is, can the Cass girls get through that region without another blemish? And can um, the local teams, Cartersville or Woodland for that matter, close that gap between themselves and that region's top four? I think Cast is definitely the favorite right now to win that region. I mean, they had a great season last year, really good again this year with Claire Davis uh, leading the way. And Haley Johnson's an underrated guard that's really tough. And, you know, they have some some freshman Jeremiah Winston. Her coming over from Rome to be a freshman at Cass has been a, a major boon for Coach Jackson. But I think Cass is, is definitely the team to beat. Um, you know, everyone else in that region, at least the contenders, have been a little up and down, especially Hiram. Hiram was their, their main foil a season ago, but they've had girls in and out of the lineup, and they'd have a good win, at least early on in the season, a really good win, but then they would lose like three in a row, teams that I would think they would be able to beat. But, you know, just kids were in and out of the lineup. So if they can get right, I know Hiram can compete with them. But Calhoun's a team um pretty interesting how how well they're playing right now they they've really risen to the occasion to be that that third team that might be able to get that two seed or so so they've been tough with Bertay Curtis and Cat Atha but I do think Cast is is definitely the team to beat right now in that region let's switch over to the boys side and start with our only class A representative locally and quickly uh, just to mention here that Coach David Archer's Excel Christian Academy Eagles, they're the only team locally in Region 7A private. Uh, Kyle, that's that's maybe possibly the best region in all of that classification. Oh, yeah. They might not have, like, the legit, like, a green force, like, top title contender, but when you have about four teams in that top ten, it's anybody's ball game, and they play great defense. Christian Heritage is in the top ten. Uh, North Cobb Christian, who we'll see tonight, Walker is very tough. Darlington grinds you out. Really good basketball being played in class um, A private in that region seven. So whoever comes out and wins that region is definitely going to be battle tested to make a hard run come the state tournament. Six triple A with Coach Alex Dispro's Tigers. Uh, they won five of their first six region games to start the year, but now they've lost three of their last four. T.J. Printup, of course, is the scoring sensation. And then you've got Hayden Porch, Trey Mitchell, and the, the freshman Trey Winters chipping in regularly. Yeah, I think that three seed is what they have to have their sights set on. I don't think anyone's going to beat Lafayette. I don't think anyone's going to beat Lakeview. Fort Oglethorpe, I saw those two teams go head-to-head at LFO earlier this week, and it was, you know, just wild. Aiden Hadaway, just no one in that region is going to be able to guard him. Then LFO with Jermichael Davis and Brent Bowman. That is an electric backcourt, both juniors. You know, Davis super to the rim, and then Bowman is just a sensational shooter off the dribble and off the catch. So I think those two are, you know, primed to get one and two, but that three seed is very much so up for grabs for a day or two. 
And then a lot of our listeners are very interested in Region 7-5A. We had the local head-to-head game between Cartersville and Cass on Tuesday night. Cartersville taking that one in a back-and-forth game where the lead changed five times in the fourth quarter. You've got Woodland in that region as well. But Blessed Trinity, Calhoun, and Hiram, they look like maybe the top contenders in 7-5A. Yeah, if Calhoun on the boys' side, if they can get healthy, they just have not have all, have had all their pieces at once. I think that is a team that is a top 10 worthy team. I had them in the top 10. And you got Dylan Faulkner, 6'8 inside, and then Peyton Law, 6'6 on the wing. Very good team. BT with Brigham Rogers is a big time post president. It's getting better and better. Hiram's dangerous. And then Cartersville, it's tough to win up at uh, Cartersville. And, you know, Cam Callahan's having a really good season. So that'll be interesting to see what happens as far as that region tournament. Kyle, it's always a pleasure to have you with us here on Bartow Sports Zone. Uh, I know uh, I'll see you down the road uh, soon, probably, uh, <laughs> with my officiating and your coverage of high school basketball around the state of Georgia. We bump into each other occasionally, uh, and we're looking forward to having you back here on Bartow Sports Zone as we get closer to the postseason. Hey, yes, I appreciate it. I love Bartow Sports Zone. You guys have been the number one people promoting me since day one. You guys had me, and I love being here talking basketball with you, Charles. I really do appreciate it. Always a lot of fun. It's Kyle Sandy at uh, KyleSandy355 on Twitter. You can also read all of his posts, his blogs, and keep up with all of his top ten rankings across the state of Georgia at SandySpill.com. It's the top of the hour coming up, so we'll take a news break and be back with more of Bartow Sports Zone, including a surprise special guest. Again, everyone, welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here along with Jackson Hyde. Alan Sanders and Mike Garcia are back in the studio. Brad Stevens has now joined us on our Zoom connection, and we also expect to hear from Nick Sullivan a little later on this morning. We're brought to you in part by Styles Auto Care, Elite Stone Supply, Latitude Blue, St. Angelo's Pizza, Derek Strange, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, First Class Collision Center, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Wilson Pools, and All-Star Roofing. We also want to remind you that next week, we uh, plan to visit with uh, the newly hired head football coach at Woodland, Brandon Haywood of the Wildcats. And then we're trying to work it out with John Cudd of the Adairsville Tigers, their new football coach as well. Not sure if we'll get him on next week, before, but we will have him on in the next week or two. So we'll catch up with the new head football coaches that have recently been hired here in Bartow County. But before we uh, get to... Uh, Catching up on our local sports update, as promised, I want to bring in a very special guest this morning, my original co-host of Bartow Sports Zone, former sports editor and managing editor of the Daily Tribune News, Mr. Gr- Jason Greenberg. Good morning, Jason, and welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I'm, a, I'm the original cast member. This is like a reunion, and it's a farewell at the same time. Yes, yeah, uh, kind of a hello and a goodbye, and... Uh, Kind of like uh, uh, original cast member. I start thinking about Saturday Night Live, so I don't know where the jokes are going to come from. But anyway, 
Uh, we it's going to be one of back. those emotional episodes where we, everybody starts breaking down and crying. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're happy to have Jason Greenberg here. Jason, we go all the way back to the other radio station when WYXC was still on the air. Uh, we started Bartow Sports Zone over there before uh, coming over to WBHF. And uh, those were some interesting times. We even had this one guy that kept calling us on every show. Do you remember that guy? No, I don't remember, Charles. You don't remember who that one caller was every time? No. Brad it... Stevens? You don't remember that caller? No, I, I never. that name doesn't ring a bell. <laughs> I just Brad like... Stevens is with us this morning as well. Good morning, Brad. Good morning. Yeah, I remember being in that shack out there on 411, too. I don't think it's even there anymore. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, was, that was awesome. Charles uh, some... had to there were some dogs that were would constantly yap. Uh, I don't know if you remember that, Charles. And you had to put them away, and uh, yeah, because they were they were yapping. And I mean, I don't know if you can hear it on air, but they were always barking, barking, barking. So Charles had to like wrangle them in and put them in the back, and then uh, and then uh, so we could continue with our radio show. Yeah, it was interesting watching the coaches' facial reactions when they would have to come in and sit down with us over there. It was uh, always always an interesting time over there. Well, Jason, tell us a little bit about uh, what's going on with you uh, uh, so we uh, can both say hello and goodbye this morning. Yeah, well, uh, left the Tribune at the end of the year. Uh, December 30th was my last day, and uh, now I'm moving to Chicago, um, going to – my whole family's living there, so going to join up with them there and uh, work, um, work in a, going to work for a, a paint chain and going to be helping them with uh, some of their growth and movement. It's called JC Licked and uh, hopefully uh, help them uh, with the PR side and, and different ways that they're uh, growing. So I'm excited for the new opportunity. I'm going to leave in the newspaper business. I miss the newspaper business. But, um, you know, it's a good opportunity opportunity to be closer to my family. Yeah, Brad Stevens, a, a journalism major at the University of Georgia. We were talking a little off the air about uh, changes in the world of journalism. And, Brad, uh, I don't want to go back into that, but I do want to give you a chance to talk about your favorite Jason Greenberg and maybe Don startup memories from those early days of Bartow Sports Sun. Well, my favorite uh, memory is just a collection of things, but mostly it's the every now and then Greenberg uh, moniker that was <laughs> bestowed upon him because poor Jason, I know that uh, your sleep schedule was pretty much awful for all those years of uh, trying to keep up with deadlines. And uh, we, Jason could come in and I go an hour and a half late, an hour and 45 minutes later, not at all. We never really knew uh, sometimes, but uh, every time he came in, he was always uh, uh, very, it was very fun. And uh, I could talk to NBA uh, with Jason, I'm like I can with 99% of the world, it, it, it seems. So I'll definitely miss that. Absolutely. Uh, Jason, a, a great co-host on Bartow Sports Zone, really kind of got this whole thing launched for us. And uh, now he's handed off the reins to Nick Sullivan. And, Nick, uh, your chance to bid farewell to Jason here in the last 60 seconds or so as he uh, heads out of town and leaves Bartow Sports Zone behind. Yeah, I mean, I obviously uh, owe a lot to Jason. Um, he gave me an opportunity to uh, come on as a stringer uh, fall of 2017 after I'd uh, moved to Georgia. And, um, you know, at the at the end of football season, one of their reporters at the time 
uh, left and he hired me and, uh, the rest, as they say, is history, but, um, he was, uh, you know, great mentor and was able to, you know, get me up to speed on all the, the great, uh, sports that, uh, happened in Bartow County and all the great athletes that, uh, have come through here. And, um, like I said, I, I owe a lot to him. I'm going to miss him. And, uh, but I think he's going to, uh, enjoy being close to his family in Chicago. So, uh, sure, the best sure. up there. Well, Jason, thank you so much for jumping in this morning and we wish you all the luck in the world. Thanks for having me, uh, Charles. And I, uh, I always have those memories of, uh, the radio show. That was so much fun and, uh, I appreciate everything. Uh, thanks a lot, man. Jason Greenberg. Uh, and we'll have him back on Bartow Sports Zone at some point. We'll get hey, call that me Chicago anytime. perspective. It's a great sports town, so call me anytime. Absolutely. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Hey, welcome back, everyone, to Bartow Sports Zone. We want to thank Jason Greenberg for uh, checking in with us for just a few minutes this morning. I want to apologize on the air to Alan Sanders uh, for not letting him uh, at least jump in there with Jason Greenberg. So, Alan, uh, your your reflections <laughs> on Jason coming in during our show? Well, much like what Brad said, it's uh, is Jason going to show? That was <laughs> it was like the, <laughs> what's the over under on when he showed, if he showed? But uh, great guy, had a chance to uh, be interviewed by him a few times for some pieces in the paper, and of course, uh, the newspaper business, tough business to be in ever since the internet era, and he did his best to weather, uh, uh, you know, the, the the trip through that and through COVID. And uh, you, you know, you you're not going to stay in a career your whole life anymore. That's there's just not that people are going to shift, and uh, that's great about this country. You can change careers midstream. Absolutely, and of course, we tease Jason about being in and out and showing up late and things like that. But at the time, he was the sports editor, and then switched over to the managing editor, and his hours were ridiculous. And with an early morning show, it was always tough for Jason to join us uh, regularly. So he did a, a great job with us and was a great asset to Bartow Sports Zone during uh, the time that he was with us. Let's uh, turn our attention now to some local sports and uh, talk a little bit briefly about wrestling. Of course, uh, last weekend at the uh, region and area duels championships. It was cast outlasting Woodland in the championship of region seven, five a, we also had a daresville to reach the state tournament, uh, that begins tomorrow. Of course, it will be uh cast hosting tomorrow. They'll take on Northview. They'll also have, uh, some other competitors there at, uh, their location. Woodland has to make the long trek all the way down to Waycross where the Wildcats, meet up with St. Pius, Ware County, and Forest Park will also be in action there uh, in that competition. And the Adairsville Tigers, they squeeze out a fourth-place finish in their area duels. They travel to Zebulon, Georgia tomorrow. Uh, They'll face the Pirates of Pike County in the opening round. Cahulla Creek and Hart County will also be down there as they start the state duels championships. Jackson, I know – you were, like me, you might be a little surprised that Adairsville slipped all the way to fourth, but there was a little uh, hint out there that maybe uh, some of that was intentional. 
I, you know, these wrestling coaches, Charles, they're very sly. They're very cunning. And I think he looked at the brackets and thought, saw how maybe it was going to fall and thought maybe that four seed was better than the, than the three or the two seed. And just a schedule correction for you, Charles, the cast is hosting tonight instead of tomorrow. Okay. Uh, that's starting tonight. I think it's six o'clock at, at cast. And I apologize for that. I had not received that update. So they are actually uh, competing tonight. I know that's against Northview. Monday's Mill and Veterans will also be at Cass. Uh, Nick, uh, any surprise for you that Adairsville slipped all the way to fourth in that area tournament? I mean, uh, a little bit. Um, I think obviously uh, Rockmart went in, uh, especially hosting. You know, definitely has the as the team to beat. But yeah, I mean, the the way it it broke for them, whether intentional or not, they'll certainly like their chances of uh, making it out of that four team quadrant. There, obviously, they faced uh, Pike County in the first round, I believe, last year, or they went. I know they went to Pike County last year at the same at the same uh, junction juncture and uh, made it out of that out of that group park county i think made it to the final eight like adairsville did last year so um that would be interesting you know match up if they both win there hope so um i I definitely uh was surprised when i saw that they got the four seed but the way things line up i think they've got a really good chance to uh make it to the final eight again brad stevens i know you were in attendance last weekend for the finals in region seven five a cast and woodland still at the top of their classification Without question, Charles, uh, that was an exciting match. Uh, Cass uh, came out with a purpose. They were the home team. Uh, you could tell there was a big crowd there for them. They came out aggressive. They took it to Woodland and uh, you know came out on top. Uh, Woodland's got a lot of talent, though, um, and you know, they're going to be there in the end no matter what. What impressed me the most about the Colonels was just their aggressiveness. They took the fight to the Wildcats, you know, and the Wildcats, I mean, you could call them a dynasty at this point. You know, everybody's going to give them their best shot, and Cass did, and they, uh, especially in the lower weight classes, uh, a lot of quick matches with pins, uh, which really surprised me. Um, they were extremely fired up about it, and uh, the coaches were real fired up. And uh, Woodland, you could tell they were really disappointed in coming in second, but, you know, made a lit, lit a fire under them. Um, Bartow County Wrestling is alive and well, I'll say that. Really excited about all these kids and what they're able to do. And if you see these people match up in the finals against each other again, don't be surprised. Cartersville also in that competition, they did fall all the way to a fifth place finish in the region. Uh, but I do want to mention five of their individual wrestlers, Adams, Neil, Nicks, Turner, and of course, Shadre Hurst. They all finished with a clean slate last Saturday, undefeated in their two matches. So uh, those are some individuals that you'll be able to look out for from Cartersville as uh, we move forward in the wrestling schedule toward the traditional format when it becomes a little more individualized. Those uh, five guys for Cartersville will have a great shot at making a run deep in their respective weight classes uh, once we get to that format. I want to turn our attention uh, quickly to swimming. Let's congratulate the Adairsville Tigers and Lady Tigers swim team. They not only won the 2021-22 Bartow County Championship last Saturday, they dominated. Adairsville won every girls and boys relay race. They won every individual boys race, and they won all but two of the girls events. It was a total rout. Now, Woodland was a distant second place. Cass finished third, and Cartersville fourth in that county meet for Adairsville. Uh, their boys, 200 medley relay team, Gabriel Greenway, Cooper Brown, Andy Bar- Barnett, and Landon Smircina, 
uh, qualified for state. Cooper Brown, Luke Altizer, Braden Riser, and Andy Barrett have qualified at the 200 free relay team. And individually, Brown is qualified in both the 200 individual medley and the 100 breaststroke. So a uh, really good showing for the Adairsville swim team. All of those local swimmers are taking one more shot at earning a state tournament bid there in Calhoun this weekend at the Northwest Georgia Regional. We're going to take our next break here on Bartow Sports Zone. And when we come back, we'll turn our attention to some local high school basketball, both the girls' side and the boys' side. So stick around. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone. When you're choosing a pro for work on your roof or gutters, choose the licensed and insured stars at All-Star Roofing. Whether it's residential or commercial property, our focus on craftsmanship is unmatched in Cartersville and Bartow County. For a free same-day inspection and estimate, contact All-Star Roofing at 678-245-9658 or call 770-655-0911 or find us online at allstarroofs.com. Rest easy under the stars when it's an all-star roof. St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station is right next door to the Family Fun Center on Alatoona Road. Our award-winning pizza, wings, and all the great food and beverage options are now available at the new bowling center as well. With kids' meals and a full-service bar, St. Angelo's is a great way to enjoy family, friends, or your favorite sports on our huge TVs. Watch for our Pizza of the Month specials on Facebook. That's St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Open Tuesday through Sunday online at St. Angelo's. Angelos.com. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. I'm Charles Wilson, along with Alan Sanders and Mike Garcia in the WBHF studio. On our Zoom connection, we have Jackson Hyde, Brad Stevens, and Nick Sullivan. And we want to thank our guests. Kyle Sandy this morning in the opening hour, and then also a nice quick visit with Jason Greenberg as he is leaving the Bartow County area and headed up to uh, his family's stomping grounds around Chicago, Illinois. Uh, We want to thank Jason for stopping by as well. Let's turn our attention quickly to local basketball. The Adairsville girls uh, have actually kind of stumbled here lately. They started out really fast uh, in their region slate. They still stand at nine and six on the year, but now they have slipped to three and five in Region Six AAA. Uh, they host non-region East Paulding tomorrow night, and then they'll begin a second rotation through their region schedule Tuesday uh, when they host Ringo Jackson. I want to come to you real quickly. We've talked about it before. The Adairsville girls started well in region play, uh, but it's a tough grind to get through that sixteen-game region slate. Absolutely, Charles. There. Uh... A, a good solid group. They still have a solid chance of making the making the playoffs. I think it'll come down to that region tournament. There, uh, there's a couple teams that have kind of separated themselves in that region, but uh, Adairsville's there. They've still got a shot. Um, I think they'll get the. Uh, there, there's some 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 definitely some winnable games in these last few in the region. Look for them to make the playoffs. We'll uh, look at Woodland and Cartersville, a couple of teams that are having losing seasons right now. Uh, the Woodland girls at two and twelve on the year. They lost a one-sided game to Blessed Trinity on Tuesday night. They've got Calhoun tonight, and then Cartersville next Tuesday. A young team struggling to score, 
and uh, to face full court pressure. Carsville girls lost a one-sided game to Cass on Tuesday night. Uh, and then the Cass girls are still rolling along at 15 and one. Brad, I know you were on that broadcast, uh, a quick eval on Cartersville and Cass girls. Well, if you're the Cass girls, you got to be excited how it turns out. They did exactly what they did last year. They put that pressure defense on you, force turnovers and get transition buckets and get way up really quick. And that's kind of how it worked out. It was six, 16 to three at the end of the first quarter and 41 to 12 at half. Uh, just to kind of an onslaught there. Maya Winston had a huge game for the Lady Colonels. A lot of steals, a lot of points. Claire Davis had a big game. Haley Johnson, the McDaniel sisters had a great game. Uh, just an all-around great effort for the Lady Colonels. I believe that was the Lady Kane's first game since December 17th. So there's a little bit of rust there. And they'll just have to work that out for the regional schedule. Over on the boys' side, Excel Christian, uh, dealing with a little bit of some COVID issues and some cancellations. They jump into region play. Uh, in one of the toughest Class A private leagues in the state, North Cobb Christian, Darlington, the Walker School, Christian Heritage, all in that region. So that's a really tough run for them here for the remainder of the season. Woodlands at 5-8. and eight. They got blown out by Blessed Trinity Tuesday night in both teams' region opener. Uh, the Wildcats still looking for their first win of the year uh, against any team above Class AA. They play Calhoun tonight. They get a rematch with Pepperell out of Class AA on Saturday night, and then they return to region play next Tuesday at Cartersville. Cartersville, Mike Tobin's Hurricanes, they opened up with a three-point win over Cass on Tuesday night in the region. The league changed hands five times in the fourth quarter, but the Canes behind Romo Pace, Cam Callahan, and Luke Gamble were able to pull that one out. Uh, Cass had a desperation shot at the buzzer to try to tie it, but uh, came up short on that one. Cass is at 6-9 and nine on the year. Cartersville is at 8-4. and four. Brad, we'll come right back to you again since you were on that broadcast. A uh, quick eval on the two boys' teams. Yeah, game could have gone either way. Uh, it's hard to shoot in the Storm Center, and let that night proved it for Cass. Uh, really cold outside shooting, uh, very poor free throw shooting that night for the Colonels, and that was the difference in the game. I uh, just could not get anything to fall down. Give Carswell all the credit, though. Romo Pace had a f- fantastic game. Cam Callahan had a great performance. Luke Gamble, uh, tough buckets inside. Uh, if you're the Canes, you got to be excited how things are going. Uh, Cass, just got to shoot the ball a little bit better, and you come out on top. Yeah, Hiram, Blessed Trinity, and Calhoun may be the class of that region, Brad. Cass and Cartersville appear to be battling for that fourth and final playoff spot. Yeah, I mean, Calhoun's going to be tough to beat. Apparently, the region tournament is going to be there, and that's a hard place to win. Anybody who's been there can vouch for that. Yeah, Nick Sullivan, uh, did you get a look at that game uh, Tuesday night real quickly? Yeah, I was at at the, you know, girls and boys games. And um, obviously, the girls game, um, you know, was about over before it began. Um, But boys game, you know, was one of the – you know, most even games that you could uh, ever want to see. Um, Cartersville's biggest lead was eight points, and at, as soon as they got that, Cass went on an 8-0 run to tie it back up. Um, and I, I think when when the Colonels get get a chance to face them at home, I think uh, I think they've got a pretty good chance of uh, of getting some revenge because those are uh, two evenly matched teams, and Cartersville just had the home court advantage this time. When we come back, we'll put a bow on the 2021 college football season and maybe take a glance at some NFL playoffs starting tomorrow. So stick around. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone.
Welcome back, everybody. Let's put a bow on the 2021 college football season. It ends with the first University of Georgia national championship since 1980, taking away the most typical jab at Bulldogs fans in recent years. I want to give the panel a chance to quickly reflect on this year's season and then peek into the crystal ball for 2022. I'll tell you this, CBS Sports has already shared its way too early top 25 for next fall. They have Alabama at one, followed by Ohio State, Georgia, Oklahoma, and Texas A&M in their top five. If you turn to the Vegas sports books, they have Alabama and Georgia tied as favorites for 2022, followed by Ohio State, Clemson, and Texas A&M. Let's start and go around the horn very quickly, but with Alan Sanders, your reflections on 2021 and a reaction to the early views into the crystal wall. All right, well, obviously 2021, I think we're all going to be in agreement. It's great for the state. We, we won the uh, World Series with the Braves, and now we're the college football champs with Georgia here. Um, been a Bulldog basically since I moved down here. My kids, my two oldest, graduated with degrees from UGA. Um, it's just great. It, it was, And it was great to finally get the Nick Saban monkey off of Kirby's back, off of the team. Uh, you can't say it's psychology anymore. You can't say it's uh, you know bad mojo or bad whatever. It's done. You buried that bone, and the dogs are sitting there pretty on top, and I love it. As far as prognosticating next year, <laughs> I think it's just something people do when they're just really, really bored and they know they have to wait till September. We don't even know what any of the starting classes are going to really look like, so I don't put any stock or faith into that at all. Yeah, and with the transfer portal, who knows who's going to be where. Mike Garcia, your take. Well, I mean, Georgia and Alabama proved that uh, they were the best teams in the country. And, and for me, I, you know, I struggled. I had a tough time gauging them because I thought overall it was a down season in the SEC. So I really never got the, the, the good gauge on, on these two teams. But obviously they, they, they proved to me uh, that uh, they were the best two teams in the country. And, and Georgia actually was better than Alabama. Just uh, case closed. Nick Sullivan? Yeah, um, obviously, you know, they've, they've kind of talked ad nauseum about, uh, you know, Georgia and, and what this means for them. As far as uh, looking ahead, uh, I think you said from that CBS uh, poll or rankings that Oklahoma was number four, given that their uh, top two quarterbacks have entered the portal. I find that hard to hard to believe, especially with Lincoln Riley obviously also leaving. I'll be interested to see uh, if Clemson, as you mentioned there with Vegas, uh, bounces back this season. Obviously, the ACC still seems ripe for the picking. And if they can get, you know, some more consistent quarterback play, I think Dabo and that group has a chance to, uh, you know, get back to uh, being where they've been accustomed to the last few years. Brad Stevens, uh, we'll save Jackson Hyde for our last uh, take on this. Well, I don't know what else to say other than I'm more relieved than anything. I have endured so much heartache over my entire life with Georgia football. Uh, there's a picture of me when I'm a, just a few days old with a shirt on that says, go dogs on my parents' ugly 1980s couch. That's how long I've been a fan. And I've seen a lot of bad things happen. So when that moment happened, when Ringo ran it back, I just I just hugged my dad uh, and we just jumped up and down because we didn't know how to handle it. We've never been in this spot before. So um, I'm just so happy for the guys, so happy for Kirby, the university, the dog nation. I couldn't be more pleased with how it turned out, and I'm so glad we got the Alabama monkey off our back. Uh, we got the 1980 monkey off our back. It's just uh, everything's brighter right now. My coffee tastes better. My steak tastes better. 
Uh, everything's just better right now. And I'm going to enjoy it for the next 363 days. And anybody who's given me flack over the years, I'm going to reiterate, stay away from me because I'm going to give it right back to you. (laughs) Jackson Hyde, your take. Well, they got it right, Charles. Uh, I think the four-team playoff is the way to go. I think it's the correct format until other schools and conferences can prove that they can play quite honestly, with the SEC. I think the two best teams played for it. I think the best team won, as much as that pains me to say being a a Tech fan. But uh, watch for Ohio State next year. Uh, They were really young, skilled position players. They may have a say in in who wins it next year as well. And while I'm on, while I've got the floor, uh, we've got a longtime listener, Charles, been listening to you guys back when you and Greenberg and everybody was going. Dennis Axley from White, Georgia. Uh, He records this show every morning. And uh, we appreciate him being a listener. Yeah, we always enjoy uh, recognizing our longtime listeners, and we appreciate him being a loyal Bartow Sports Zone fan. Back to that CBS ranking real quickly. Some other teams in there, uh, Baylor, Notre Dame, LSU, Clemson, and Arkansas round out the top 10. Michigan's in there at 11. Tennessee at 15. Texas at 16. Oregon, Georgia's opening opponent is at 18. South Carolina, Brad, jumps in there at 22. And Cincinnati, who was in the playoff this year, drops all the way to number 23. If you turn to the Vegas books, they have Utah, Notre Dame, Michigan, Wake Forest, and Oklahoma in their top 10 uh, to go with that group of Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State up at the top. Jackson, I want to come right back to you uh, because we've got just a, a moment or two left. The NFL playoffs start this weekend with the new Super Wild Card weekend starting tomorrow. Tennessee Titans are the top team in the AFC. The Green Bay Packers are the top team in the NFC. Neither one of those teams will be in action, but we've got some uh, good playoff football coming up this weekend. Uh, Two probably one-sided games in Kansas City and Pittsburgh. I think Kansas City's uh, head and shoulders better than Pittsburgh. And then um, you've got a, a... on the, on the other side there, a, a really good game, uh, Dallas and, and San Francisco. Dallas is home, but I think uh, San Francisco's clicking on all cylinders right now. You might see an upset uh, there in that game. But it all goes through Lambeau and the NFC, in my opinion. I think Green Bay's the team to beat. Probably Kansas City when it's all said and done on the AFC side. Those are my picks anyway, Kansas City and Green Bay. Nick, I'll give you the last word. Does it come down to the two old quarterbacks in Brady and Rodgers? I mean, I would say that uh, despite the injuries and the uh, opt-out, shall we say, of Antonio Brown, um, I, I would say the Bucks certainly have enough to get get by uh, Philly this weekend. You know, moving forward, uh, I think they're susceptible to, uh, to some of these other teams. You know, the 49ers, as, as Jackson mentioned, um, whoever wins wins that uh, NFC West matchup between Arizona and the almost said St. Louis. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Los Angeles uh, Rams. I think Green Bay uh, is probably the team to beat, but the Bucks got them last year, and until you knock them off, I mean, they're they're still going to be uh, right there in the mix. Well, that's a wrap for Bartow Sports Zone for this week. Tune in next week. Uh, we'll try to do it even better for you here on Bartow Sports Zone. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Bartow Sports Zone.